You're listening to the IPHC Leadership Cast. Well, thank you so much for being with us uh, today. My name is Travis Rutland. I'm the Director of Communication for the International Pentecostal Holiness Church, and thank you for joining us for this edition of our podcast. Uh, With us today is Tony Mercado. He's the Senior Pastor at Vision Church International in West Palm Beach, Florida, and he's just going to talk to us a little bit about the use of technology in the local church and how churches can better utilize technology to uh, enhance what they want to do in the community and how they want to help people. So, Tony, thank you for being with us today. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about your background and, and how you got into, we were talking before this about your you know your tech background. So tell us a little bit about how you got into this. Um, I'm a de- developer. Um, I've been uh, programming now for 20 years um, and um, uh, been doing it for major corporations, uh, uh, your Lamborghinis and, you know, uh, Jaguar and those type of companies. And um, uh, after 20 years of uh, doing it, you know, in the world, I just felt that that call that I've been running for, you know, yeah. running away from 20 years, uh, you know, saying, let me go do this before I commit to God. Um, right. You finally just give up at that point in life. All right, God, I give up. Right. Uh, I'll stop. <laughs> uh, so, you know, those 20 years in the desert for me. Um, so uh, I started utilizing all those, you know, praying and asking God, okay, how do I merge these two worlds that I love, uh, ministry and, and, and developing? Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, most pastors and most churches, when they think of, you know, developers, they think, oh, the guy that's going to make my website for me. But it, it, right. you know, it goes so, there's so much more beyond uh, just creating a website. Nowadays, anybody makes a website. You know, sure. you have all these programs. Anyone can make a website. Uh, uh, but there's all these analytics and there's all this data uh, that uh, that corporations take advantage of. Yeah. Um, that that churches um, should take advantage of, um, and that churches have access to that uh, most churches don't know. Because the way I always saw it, you know, churches were always playing catch up. Mm. You know, once technology gets becomes mainstream and everyone's using it, then we figure out how to yeah. catch up. And right. uh, I've always felt I want to lead, not 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 play catch up. Absolutely. A lot of times the, the website comes out and like, you know, 10 years later, then churches are finally getting websites and Thanks. things like that. So I, I agree. You know, we always seem like we're, we're playing catch up. Talk to us because you were talking to me a little bit before and I thought it was interesting. And this may not be for all churches, but I think it would be helpful for a, a number of churches. Talk to us a little bit about your relationship with Google and, and how that and how Google actually helped your church with streaming video and things like that. So t- tell us that story because I thought that was really interesting and it might be something that would be helpful to uh, to some some churches. Sure. Um, obviously, I don't. We don't believe in accidents, but I set out to create a Netflix type of uh, program for myself, a website for myself, and in that I discovered that. Uh, there's this code that allowed you to stream your uh, video live through YouTube. Um, then after that, they discovered that YouTube themselves had a free program that you could download and install that allowed you to connect your cameras right to your computer and stream live videos. Hmm. Um, I did that and I tested it out and lo and behold, it worked. Um, and um, about a year and a half ago, almost 18 months ago, we streamed our first live video. Um, it was horrible. It was off just my laptop, the camera on the <laughs> right. laptop, you know, right. recording the service. <laughs> right. I was just wanted to see if it worked. And it worked. Um, uh, 
then we about eight months, nine months later, we received a, an email from them saying that we became uh, partners and that we were the first church to Hispanic church to do that. Uh, and I was just, I was wowed. Um, the fact that there is a way where churches can take their videos and stream it um, uh, for almost no cost. Uh, very inexpensive cameras. You know, any high-definition camera will do and, and any computer will do. Mm. And you just plug them in there. You can have two cameras and switch right on your laptop. Wow. Um, and Google... You just have to have enough bandwidth, obviously, to upload to them, and they take care of feeding thousands of feeds for you. Wow. Uh, whereas if we were doing it, it would cost an enormous amount of money yeah. um, in bandwidth and, and back-end system. Um, so um, we started doing that, and it's been great um, because uh, we, are, we have access to Google's analytics, mm. and those analytics um, are huge. People don't know that companies have you ever you know when you go shopping online yeah. and you buy you're looking at lamps and then a month later you go visit a website you go to log into your email and you see advertising everywhere you go you see advertising on lamps well how do they do that how do they know that's part of the analytics they actually uh -huh. track your cookies they track your ip address they track your dns's and they'll sit there and they'll create a pattern of what you like and within split seconds they feed those advertisements. They tailor the advertisements to your particular exactly. searches or, or, or visits to certain websites and things like that. Excellent. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So we can take those same analytics and apply them to trends and to what do people want. You know, what, what is it? What are people looking for? What is it that they want? And you can tailor those things. Um, I've used them to tailor my messages. Mm. Um, you know, I saw a 60% surge in my, uh, in my zip code area on depression in June and July. Wow. So I made a sermon series on depression, you know, uh. because I saw that people were Googling how to deal with depression, medication for depression, doctors for depression, anything uh. that had to do with that. And it just happened to be in my zip code. Wow. And, you know, I, was, uh, I would use those, uh, those analytics and those things for that. Um, and uh, I, I just think um, I, in this generation, in this day and age, it's, you know, I, I want to see the church... Uh, lead for a change rather than, you know, catch up for a change. And yeah. um, I've taken a year off uh, to to try and develop the software uh, to be able to make that an easy transition for churches, make that, you know, just a click of a button. Because um, uh, I know uh, sometimes us developers, we think functions and we think getting it done. We don't think you know, like Apple, making it easy, making it simple right. for people to use. So. Right. And we were talking a little bit about the website program you've designed for churches. So talk to us a little bit about that, and then maybe give us also, anybody listening, some information on how they can contact you to, you know, to maybe get a hold of this program that you've written. Because I thought it was just an amazing, amazing help to local churches, because there's so many churches out there, like you said, that don't have people that are developers that they're not on the cutting edge and and I think that this is a great program that would that would really help them develop their website further sure uh, what I did was during that course of the year um, I started developing a system where basically within one or two clicks uh, you would create your cloud server uh, mm -hmm. because in case you don't know everyone's eventually going to migrate to the cloud it's just the cost and the benefits far outweigh the traditional way of, of hosting or having any type of computers. Um, so I set up a system where it automatically creates a cloud for you that you can scale up or scale down at any point in time. So if you need 
X amount of power just on Sunday, you can just have an extra 10 servers powering uh, your system just on Sundays. That okay. They shut back down on Monday. Yeah. Um, you need X amount of bandwidth on Sunday, you get that. Great. Um, so it partitions that cloud for you. Um, it installs WordPress, installs cPanel, um, installs everything you'll need to manage your, your site, as well as the template. You wow. pick the template. It will have different looks on the template. And um, you know, once you pick it, you install it. And, uh, and those templates already have all the plugins, all the SSL certificates, all those things that you'll need you know, to be able to take donations online, to do online banking, online transactions. Right. All that happens within a handful of clicks. And uh, all you have to do is put in your images and put in text. Wow. Um, and the neat thing is that everything that we started developing um, is responsive and, mm. and app-driven. Okay. So when it, it knows when somebody's looking at your website as an app and automatically um, installs itself as an app. Excellent, excellent. So, so how can people get a hold of you? Uh, I've got you know more questions, but when we're mm -hmm. talking about that, if somebody's listening and they say, hey, we need a new website, this sounds amazing, it sounds like it's going to be easy for us to, to do and, and all those kinds of things, what's the best way to get a hold of you for something uh, the, like that? The best way would just to go to the website, it's vertici.com, uh, okay. V-E-R-T-I-S-I.com. Uh, it's the word advertising. Okay. And if you drop the AD in the front and the NG in the back, you're left with Vertici in the center. Okay. Okay. And that's my slogan, Vertici.com, uh, the center of advertising. <laughs> it's a great website. We were talking about it last night, and I can't believe that nobody had ever thought of, uh, of doing that. So it's a, great, it's a great idea, the center of advertising. Yes, I love that. Yes. And it's all Christian. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's we, awesome. That's awesome. Now, um, you had talked before for a minute, and I wanted to go back to it, about how your church partners with Google. This, again, may not be for every church, but it could be for some. What are some of the benefits, and how can churches, how can churches start that relationship with Google? Because there are a number of benefits, correct? And, and also, And also, so how would, they, how would they get to that partnership level? Um, it's actually, it's, it's open to anyone. Um, if you are a not-for-profit, you have your 501c, um, you just go to Google, um, and you can just Google how to become a not-for-profit partner. And there's a form that you have to fill out online. You fill out the form, they'll ask you to, uh, you'll have to email and up or upload uh, your 501c and all those things, and they'll prove, you know, that you are who that you, you are say you are, yeah. and it takes, you know, a week, maybe two weeks for that approval, but once you do get approved, uh, there you get huge advantages. The first thing is that it allows you to uh, stream your stuff up on, on YouTube, but I think the most beneficial one is to be able to take donations uh, mm. through, you, through Google's uh, interface, mm. um, because people trust Google. Yeah. Implicitly, they just trust Google because right. it's Google. Uh, so imagine your church can take donations right on Google's, on your YouTube page, uh -huh. without ever leaving it, without having to go to your website and fill out any information. Wow. Right on YouTube, they, they can sit there and make $5, $10, $20 donations on your Google Plus page mm. to be able to take donations That's right great. on there. And the neat thing, because it's Google, they trust it, and the... The side uh, benefit is that Google's system works on every cross-platform. Right. Now, you instantly have a way of taking donations on iPhones, Androids, Windows phones, any type of tablets, any system. Yeah. Um, and also, they give you access to analytics. Good. So, uh, those are uh, the benefits. Uh, and, and, and being a partner, when you register with them, they also, uh, every church wants to get found. 
You know, you sure. got new people that come to move into your town all the time. Unfortunately, everyone Googles everything, you know, right. that's the new right. thing. Right. Like, well, well Absolutely. how do you do this? I'll Google it. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 And yeah. find it, like, anything, find it. Hey, how do I find a church? Google exactly. it. I Google mean, it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and well, where do you want to be then? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you don't want to be on page seven. <laughs> no, no. And, and how you get out of page seven. One of the ways it doesn't hurt to be a Google partner. Absolutely. Sure. So. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. That's great. Um, going back to let's, let's, Take it a little bit more simplistic now uh, for for maybe a church or a guy that's pastoring a church. He's got you know a hundred people. He's he may be not in a huge urban environment. So how can that guy besides maybe a website besides going to and maybe downloading your program for a new website? What are other things that you are seeing? Do you are there certain types of social media? that you recommend? Is there better or worse ways to interact with your community and the people that already attend your church? If it's, you know, maybe not a guy that's developing and, and good, getting into the analytics, but, but how would that person maybe take his technology and, and reaching the community? How would, how would his church go to the next level? I think um, if, if I had very limited resources and, and I only had, you know, a handful of People and I wanted to get started. Uh, I would, I would use YouTube uh, right now. Uh, uh, you know, you can take your cell phone, you can take anything and record yourself, your church, a yeah. little thirty-second. Hey, this is me. Blah blah blah. Whatever it is that you want to say, and upload it to YouTube. And in YouTube, there's keywords that you put in there. You put in the keywords that people would use to find you. So your church name or your, your, church your name. pastor name or, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Or, or okay. church in, you know, if somebody would go to oh, Google. Oh, yeah, the town name, I yeah, guess. Okay. church in, like if it was me, I would put church in West Palm Beach, Florida. Okay. Hispanic church in West Palm Beach, Florida. Okay. And then I would put my name and my telephone number and those mm. keywords. Mm. And I would upload that video um, because videos right now on YouTube have higher priority than anything else. And that is one of the simplest, easiest ways for you to start getting some traffic that cost you absolutely zero dollars and and it's easy to do because now any iPhone any smartphone any tablet has video and yeah. even video even YouTube has video editing built into it wow if you great. upload your video and you don't like the way it looks you can fix it yeah right on YouTube yeah uh, so you don't even need any uh, fancy stuff um, and that will just start generating you know traffic for you um, excellent because people will start googling those things and you'll start popping up on there yeah. And don't worry about it being fancy. Don't worry about how you look. People don't care. People actually, it, if you look at the analytics and the trends, people like things that look homemade. Interesting. They don't like the polished look anymore. So if it, if it looks too polished, they think maybe it's fake or you're yes. actually trying to promote something else yes. or something like that. Yes. So they like the idea. Huh, that's yes. interesting. Yes. The more homegrown it looks, the more traction it gets rather than something that's polished and perfected. They just... Uh, Dismiss it as a you know some corporate as a mar- as a marketing tool or something like that. Correct. Oh, that's interesting. Correct. Okay. Okay. The, I got gotcha. you. Even where big companies like Coca Cola are now trying to make videos look more home right. made because right. they realize they. Well, even just the last couple of Super Bowls, Doritos has had people make their own videos, and then they do the, the you know the Super Bowl video. Correct. So it's yeah, it's yes. very popular. Okay, yes. so you would recommend that. What what do you think about? Is there, because I know a lot of people talk about this, and again, sometimes the church is kind of on the end of trends and, and not really cutting edge. What about certain social media sites? Do you feel like certain ones 
are interacting better. You know, I read a lot of stuff about how Facebook is, you know, the average audience for Facebook is getting older and older and the kids, teenagers are going to different things. So, but for the church world, do you feel like there is a particular social media website or that, that seems to work better or connect with people better? I'm just interested in getting your thoughts on it. Um, I'm not a fan of social media. Okay. But I know it's a necessary tool. Or a necessary evil, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Um, if I had to pick one, um, YouTube, I mean, Facebook would still be uh, your okay. top the top one. Um, okay. I don't think anybody can come close to touching Facebook yet. Not that Twitter and Google Plus and, uh, you know, uh, these up-and-coming uh, Instagram and all these other yeah. things aren't moving up in, in, in to that level, but still the dominant one is Facebook. Um, and um, the key to social media is to integrate it with your website. Mm. The only way to really take advantage of the traffic and, and social me- in the social media is if you have it integrated into your website. And I'm not talking about where you go to your website and you see the little you know, Facebook thing, how many likes you have. Yeah. I'm talking about when you're you go to your website and you post something on your website and it automatically gets put on your fan page. I got you. And automatically gets put on your Twitter and automatically gets put on your Instagram. Okay. Because what happens is all the people that view it on your Facebook account, Mm -hmm. now that counts as traffic on your website, which Mm. gets your page ranking in Google and Yahoo and Bing up. Every website has a page ranking. Uh, you start at zero. Your right. goal is to try and get up to eight, nine, ten. Sure. Uh, the average page ranking is about two to three. Um, so it takes time. Okay. For your page ranking to get up. And so by integrating the website to the social media, that helps you. Instant. Interesting. You because now Google, you know, five hundred people just view it on their wall. Ah. That counts as five hundred people came to your website. Oh, that's fascinating. I, I did not yeah. realize that. That's yeah. very interesting. So so I, I see what you're saying. The recommendation is make sure it's all integrated together because then if they view it on Facebook, it counts as just like if they had opened your church's website page. Exactly. Interesting. Exactly. That's fascinating. Exactly. And if they actually do click on it, just by viewing it, it counts as a view. But if they happen to click on that wall post, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they actually can link right to your website. So now you're actually getting people to come to your website on the website, on yeah, the website that's itself. great. So that's it's great. a huge advantage, uh, and and that's how it was meant. That's how it's meant to be used. That's how corporations you do it. Okay, okay, that's excellent, it. excellent. Well, yeah, um, I appreciate you spending some time with us and talking about this. Give us your website one more time because I know people may have questions for you, and uh, the, the the website is the best way to to reach you, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it's a uh, vertici dot com, v e r t i s i dot com. Um, and that that would be the best way to get a hold of us, uh, you know, through the right through the website. Excellent, itself. excellent. So. And if they want to see what your what your church is doing, what your church website, it's it's Vision Church International. Is that what they is that what they would Google to find to yep. find the church? Yep, they would Google that. Or the, I'm still developing the church's website, so I don't know if it'll be up by the time this podcast goes goes live. I'm developing an app for it. Okay. But it's a visiontowin.com. Visiontowin.com. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much for your time, Tony. I greatly appreciate it. Thank no you. Problem. Thank you. Thanks for having me. 
Thank you for listening to the IPHC Leadership Cast. For more information on the Leadership Cast and other church-related resources, please visit www.iphc.org. Thank you.